Hi everyone, welcome back for another blessful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I'm your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 168. This week's message is, In God I Trust and Am Not Afraid. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining in for another blessful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show, a weekly encouragement devotional podcast brought forth from that of the words of God to encourage, motivate, refuel, and instill the knowledgeable wisdom of God. I am your host, Timothy Bell. I am very appreciative of everyone that gives their time to be received of the messages that come forth on this show. And the content that's generated to be blessful to you, um, I'm very humbled to be able to be the one to bring forth that content and to to be able to really just edify everybody and, and, and keep you pushed towards that what God has laid upon your heart and is commanding of your spirit to do. <clears throat> this week, I want to just touch on some things that have been on my mind these last few days, just on and off. And you you know that I mentioned briefly, but I don't really go into detail, excuse me, on some things that are going on around the world. And I touch on it briefly because I'm trying to bring forth a point of, I want you to understand it's okay to not allow yourself to be 100% consumed by the things that take place in the world. We see things and see a lot of times, this is what a lot of the people feel, a lot of people, most people feel about the media. They feel that the media highlights too much negative content and not enough positive content. So there's people that I know of that they don't even watch TV. They don't watch TV. Some people don't even have TVs in their homes. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you desire to do, that's your right. That's your prerogative. We all have different ways that we go about controlling the amount of content and what content that we allow to come into that of our gates. And when I say our gates, I'm talking about your eye gate, your ear gate, your spiritual gate. Okay. Um, There's a lot of content out here. And. There's different levels, different realms. There's different type of content, spiritual content, physical content. It's it's a lot of content out here, my brothers and sisters. So what I want to reiterate onto you is this. Be mindful of what you allow to enter into your gates. Be mindful of what you subject yourself to. Because we may think that we're strong enough, we're knowledgeable enough to handle some of the content that we we may see or hear about. Uh, you know, whether you know, it's, it, it may be things that we briefly lay our eyes upon, you know, or something that we might have heard vaguely in the distance somebody talking about, or we might have heard a scene on a on, on a news station, uh, read in a book or in a magazine, or you know. For those who are still reading newspapers, uh, you know, whether it be online or, you know, you're still receiving that content that way. Just be mindful. Because when we may think that we are strong enough and that we are experienced enough. We're not always. We're not always. Because, see, the devil lurks and he roams that, you know, that's what the word says. He lurks in Rome's looking to see what he can devour, devour. And so he's constantly, he knows your weaknesses and he knows your strengths. He knows who you are and he knows whom you are. And his whole strategy of going after you is based upon your weaknesses. It's based upon your weaknesses. And he will play upon those things and those negativeness, uh, vibes and energy 
whether it be something that's got going on with you personally or whether it's indirectly some people around you, he will play upon that and he will use that against you. So be mindful of what you're allowing yourself to be susceptible to. Acceptable to. Let's um, just be mindful. Just be mindful because we are living in a world today to where things are happening so quickly. You know, really, I mean, you know, and, and I don't know you can say, well, bro, things always been happening like two, two. Yeah, it, it has. But I'm telling you right now, my brothers and sisters, there are things that are happening so quickly that they're happening in less than the blink of an eye. They're happening in a way to where they are truly being swept up under the rug. I mean, swept up under the baseboards, under the foundations of what people are not even knowing what's going on. And it happens just like that. You know, and if we get wind of it, if we get wind of it, we're not going to know about the whole thing or we're not going to know if we know at all. And if we find out anything, it's going to most likely be too late. So with today's message and with the intro living up, leading up to today's, this, this week's message, I just want to say, my brothers and sisters, be mindful, be attentive. I pray each and every day over myself and over that of my children. So that they're covered and that they're able to do what is upon them to do, whatever responsibilities that they have, whatever is laid upon their hearts to do. And what is that of desires? You know, not just that of the commandment and the plans of that of God, but also what are what are their desires? You know, that God will bless them with their desires um, and that they're able to witness it and experience the manifestation of their desires just as, you know, they're witnessing and carrying out the manifestations of God's plan over their lives. But not just that, but to be equipped to take on and make it through the things that will come forth, the things that will unfold in that of their lives, the circumstances that bring forth situations, life issues that are like a whirlwind, like a tornado that just rips and tears and lifts and drops, you know, you in all kind of situations. For them to just be prepared and, and, and able to be attentive and mindful. So that they're they're making choices. You get what I'm saying? That's going to keep them safe, keep them healthy, and keep them attentive and where not just physically, but spiritually. And keep them mentally sound. So my brothers and my sisters, I'm saying to you right now today. Be mindful of what you allow. To be in your presence, be mindful of what you allow to take up your time. And to not just your time, but also occupy your space, your personal space, because not everybody is out for your good. You know, not everybody is out to lift you up, uh, to 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 edify you, encourage you, motivate you, instill goodness and wholesomeness and knowledgeable wisdom unto you. Not everybody is out for that. The devil does use family. He does. He would use your close friend. He would use your most intimate relationship. If he sees a crack in there somewhere that he can slither into, he gonna use it. Now, a lot of you don't want to hear that, and a lot of you be like, oh, man, you know, me and my, you know, me and my lady, we tight, man. You know, me and my, you know, me and my, you know, me and my old man, we straight. You know, you know, you know, ain't, ain't no issue between me and my brothers. We, you know, we straight. Me and my sisters, we, we, that's wonderful. But you remember the commandment that says, "Pray ye for one another." Truly, make sure that that is what you are doing. Praying and speaking blessfulness, coverance over that of your brothers and your sisters. And I'm not just talking about your spiritual brothers and sisters. I'm talking about your biological brothers and sisters. Amen. So. Just these last few days, I just really been thinking about, you know, that that subject just really been my mind just really been on that. and. Just really just revisiting what do I have going on and thinking about my relationship with my with my kids and my relationship with my 
with my family, you know, whether it be my immediate family, my extended family, uh, with family. And life is not perfect for some of us, for most of us. We can at least look at our lives and say that there's maybe one thing that we desire and, you know, and, and, and pray that we could change if we had the opportunity. And whether that be a relationship with a brother or sister or aunt, uncle or cousin or niece or nephew, great niece and nephew, distant cousin, whatever it may be, mother, or father. There's at least one area in our lives that, you know, if given the opportunity, if God was to speak to us today and say, my son or my daughter, I grant upon you one opportunity. To change one thing that you desire to have changed. I grant upon you one opportunity to go back into a time space to where you're able to work things to have a different outcome. And how many of us would would take it? I, I don't know too many people that would. I mean, some probably would but for fear of that they may make it worse. But my brothers and sisters. Just do what is upon your heart to do. What's concerning family, friends, and even our enemies. You know, the word says that we ought to treat our enemies with kindness, with love. We know we are to shower them with goodness and love. You know, like, because that's like pouring heaping, you know, a heaping batch of coals upon them. <laughs> you know, when you, when you shower them with love and, and, and care and consideration and compassion, that's like, you know, a heap of coals being tossed upon them. Because nothing combats evil and negativity like love, kindness, generosity, patience, humbleness. You feel what I'm saying? So that's why the word tells us to do that. Now, is it easy? No, it's not easy. It's not. And, and I know most of you have heard me say that the only way to really true to love someone is through that of Christ. Because. In our efforts to try to love someone as we are or whom we are by ourselves, it's impossible because the flesh is always going to try to come up with a reason why we should. It's going to always be something that's going to be re-rant in front of us to, to cause us to think of a reason why we are not loving that person, why we distance ourselves from that person in the first place. Always. So. The best thing to do and the best way to love anyone is through that of Christ. Allow yourself to be humble, to be in meekness, so that you can be on that level to where you can you can love people, you know, unconditionally. And it's not easy. I'm, I'm here to tell you straight up, it's not. It's not. So anybody out there thinking that you can love someone just all in that of yourself, by yourself, unconditionally, you're not doing it. And if you're doing it, you're not doing it by yourself. You're doing it through that of Christ, through the love of Christ. And I don't care how much you sit and say, ah, oh, you know, no, I've always loved my sister. I didn't. Yeah, you, you, okay. But I bet you, you will have a loving for her through that of Christ. Just really think about it. Because there's been something, whether it be one or two things that have happened, that have occurred, that have come forth, that have unfolded, that have caused you to have a dislike. Or hatred. Yes, I said hatred. And I know that's a little rough. That's a little bit kind of much. To say hatred. For someone. But it's possible. And it has happened before. But with today, my brothers and sisters. With this moment right now. Here in this week. What I want to bring forth to you. Is be mindful of what you allow. To come forth unto you. What you allow to receive. Take your time to clear yourself from the things that take place. You know, take your time to declutter, to detox. You know, you, you take time and you go through all this process and you spend all this money to detox your body, your physical body, your flesh. Why not take time to detox your spirit? Amen. Invest in doing that as you are investing in doing that for your fleshly body. Do it for that of your spiritual being. 
which is truly who you are anyway, a spiritual being. So that's basically really what I want to bring forth to you and leading up to uh, this week's message. And in this content of scriptures that I'm going to bring to you this week. I was thinking on some of the things that are in there and thinking on where's my trust when it comes to God? Where's my trust? Do I trust him unwaveringly? You know, is my faith 100% in trusting him? Or am I just only like 50-ish, 70-ish, 80-ish, 90-ish percent and trusting. And my brothers and sisters, I will go as far as to say that there are some of us out here who are not trusting God 100%. And if we are, it's not with everything in our lives. And I'm going to raise my hand. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm raising my hand and I don't care what anybody may think of me, what anyone will say of me. Let's keep it real, you know, because too much, you know, we sit here and we, we put this cloak and dagger thing on when it comes to the word of God. You know, we got this cloak and dagger thing going on where, oh, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, I, 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 I solely believe in God 100 percent. I I have faith, uh, you know, unwaveringly. I stand by the word of God and, you know, you, you all that. But then when something hit, <laughs> when something hit the fan, you the first one to go panicking. When something hit the fan, when something come down the pipeline, you're the first one to go waving off and, you know, you got all kind of choice words to speak. And those choice words are not holy. You know, you're ready to cuss out every person that comes your way. You're ready to, you know, up in arms. You're ready to shoot the first thing moving. Where's your humility? Where's your integrity in that of Christ? Where's your patience? Where's your humbleness? Where's your meekness? So I will say to you, and trust in God. And as I say that, I'm saying that to myself. I have a mirror in front of me. And as I'm saying that to you, I'm saying that to myself. Trust in God. Because see, let's be honest with each other. Come on, brothers and sisters, let's be honest. You, you you had one or two moments. If not two, you had at least one moment in your life where your trust in God was a little kind of weak. I'm not saying it wasn't there and that you didn't trust him, but I'm saying it was just a little weak, just a little, just just a, a tad. You know what I'm saying? Maybe 99.999999999. You get what I'm saying? But it was there. You know, and we hear about, you know, we shouldn't have doubt. We shouldn't have unwaveringness. And, you know, no, we should not. But let's be let's be honest with one another, brothers and sisters. We are human. We are. Oh, my God. We are a spiritual being in that of a human fleshly vessel. The flesh is going to have doubts. Even if you're governed under that of the spirit in the way that we should be, the flesh is going to have doubts and the flesh is going to try to override what your faith is. The word already says that the word says that the flesh and the spirit war against each other so that you do that. You ought not do what you want. So the word already tells us that there's constant conflict going on between the spirit and the flesh. So if that be the case, then why not, you get what I'm coming from? Why not would the flesh be in doubtfulness over some things that the spirit is standing in faith of? Oh my God. So, with this message this week, my hopes is that not just for you, but also for myself. That I will begin to have more faith more constantly 
You feel what I'm saying? Because, and that's the point I'm trying to get at. I'm not saying that you don't have faith in God and that you don't, that you don't trust him. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that there are moments in this times that will come along in our life's journey to where our faith will kind of just, just a little, excuse me, just a little bit, just a little bit. It will go shy of, of fullness. You feel what I'm saying? That just a little bit, we will go just a little under that of fullness of trust. And you say, but no, Brother Tim, I, I, I don't have those moments. Well, I would say that you keep living. That's not me speaking anything negative on you or any bad on you. I'm not trying to speak any curse words or curseful words on you. But what I'm saying is to you is that just keep living. There's going to be a moment in time that there's going to be a situation come about, a life issue is going to come forth and form, a storm going to take place in your life, and you're going to be presented with that very opportunity. To see just how strong your faith is, not only, but your trust in God. Now, correct me if I'm wrong if you think that you won't be tested. That you will not be put to the test. If you have not already been put to the test. Tell me that I'm wrong. That you will at some point in your life. Be put to the test. On how your how strong your faith is. Whether it's wavering. Or strong steadfast. And on that of your trust. In God. I'm raising both my hands. Because I've been put to the test. And I know that. I will continue to be put to the test. In certain areas of my life. I've already taken that as being a given. And so my brothers and sisters, as I say this, I want you to understand that once you come to an understanding of that, it's going to make it a little easier for you. You see, because see, we go through this. That, this is just one of the things it's among many. We go through this life as a Christian. Thinking that. If we're one thing, if we're if we're not one thing then we're not good. You know, we, we, we get this fed to us that we, we, we have to be this. And if, any, if we're anywhere in that great line, then we're a complete sinner. We, we're totally a sinner. There's not a sin that God does not look down upon. But my brothers and sisters, the point of where I'm making and where I'm trying to come from here is that if you at some point in time have had a wavering in your faith, or you've had some doubt hover over you for just a moment and you almost took into that doubt. You almost sat down in fellowship with that doubt. There's nothing to be ashamed of. It happens. That's the point I'm trying to make. See, we think that when these little things happen to us, then we ought to be ashamed. No, the word even tells us that there's others in the world that are going through. That there's other brothers, there's other sisters in the body of Christ that are going through, if not the exact same thing, something similar. The word even tells us that. So if you think you're going to stand in shame because of one thing that happened in your life, then you might as well look at everybody else might as well stand in shame. You see what I'm saying? It's not no, oh, I, he should, oh, look at him. He this, he that. You know, everybody pointing the finger at you to make you feel ashamed. Because the, really, to be honest with you, they point the finger at you. They're judging you, which they're not supposed to do. And then secondly, they're pointing the finger right back at themselves. We've gotten too lackadaisy on how we think about each other and what we say and how we how we presume to, to others' lives. We've gotten too lackadaisy on that. How can we be truly Christians if we are not showing love and consideration and compassion towards one another? At all times. Yes, there's going to be some things that your brother and sister in Christ are going to do that you are not favorite to. And you know, and you shouldn't, you should, by rightfulness, you shouldn't be. Because we are to correct one another. We are to say, hey, if we see somebody wavering, we are to say something to them. And that's not, you know, saying that we're better than them, but that's saying, you know, standing in accountability. You know, if we think that they're doing something that's going to get them in trouble, that, that's causing them to sway a little bit, then we can say, hey, you know, uh, bro, let me let me speak with you for a second. I just wanted to talk with you, man. You know, if there's anything that you need, 
Um, I don't, I'm not trying to get into your personal life, but as your brother in Christ, I just want you to know that I'm here for you. If there's be anything that you need to talk about, you know, um, I noticed in our passing through this week, you know, that I just have a sense that, you know, you got some things on you, you know, on your, on your mind, you know, you got a little heaviness on you. So if, if you need to talk, I'm here to listen. If you just need somebody to talk to, if you need, you know, if you need to pray with someone, I'm here, you know, and I, and, and by the way, I will be keeping you lifted up. But if you want to come together one day and take, a, you know, take a few minutes and let us pray before a service or something like that. Or if you just want to get together, we can have lunch. Uh, I'm just letting you know. You know, you can reach out to me. You know, now, if you personally have seen something that person has done, you know, then talk with them. You know, say, hey, man, look, um, look I'm just going to be up front with you. Bro. You know, the other day I was out and. I happen to see you, uh, you know, when I was out, you know, running some errands and I said, bro, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. I don't want to be in your business. I said, but I can't not pay attention to what it was that I see. And so what I want to say is I'm here for you. If you need to talk, there's some things you might be going through, you know, some situations that's taking place and you, you know, you need, you know, need a little extra prayer. I'm here. You know, and you just want to say, hey, man, I, I, I've I, known you a little bit and, you know, I see you to be a strong person and I know you'll make it through whatever it is that's going on. And I know that you'll do the right thing. You know, it's it's a certain way that you approach things. And, and in your efforts to do so, you also, first of all, you want to pray about that. You feel what I'm saying? Because the Holy Spirit will help you <laughs> the Holy Spirit will help guide you on what you need to say. And not only that, the appropriate time on when you need to say it. Because see, a lot of times we just go out there all rambling on people. You know what I'm saying? And we're not, we, we, you shouldn't do that. You feel what I'm saying? Because you, you're going to offend somebody. They're going to get all up in their feelings, fleshly, and they're going to they gonna distance. They're going to withdraw. And so now it's going to make it a little harder for you to be able to get through to that person, for you to be able to, to win that person back over. You know, and we do the same thing when it comes to witnessing to people. We, we, we go out all Rambo. Oh, you're going to go to hell and all the sin you're doing right now unless you come and repent before God. And, and, and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your salvation unto the kingdom of God. Come on, people. That's not, <laughs> I mean, although it may be true, but it's not, that's not the way to go about things. But y'all don't hear me. I'm, I'm just talking and I'm nobody, you know, but my brothers and sisters, let us be mindful of what we're doing as we go about our daily journeys and putting forth our efforts to complete the assignment given unto us by that of God, for God's kingdom. Um, let us truly be mindful. Let us not get caught up in the moment to where we are putting our God down and will allow anything to be received unto that of our spirits and, 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 and to tag itself on us. Um, I remember a couple of years back, um, there was this message that I had the privilege to uh witness and to be a part of and i'm not 100 sure on what the name of the what the title of the message was but it had to do with titles titles and how people put titles and put names on you and from what people say and what people do and now you got all these tags and you're feeling this kind of way and you're feeling that kind of way you know you got all these titles you got all these names you got all these things on you and so now you're feeling you know less than who you really are you know and and, and you have lost yourself and knowing whom you are 
But my brothers and sisters, what I'm saying to you today, what I'm bringing forth to you this week, don't allow yourself to get lost. Don't allow yourself to get consumed in this worldly society. And I know it's not easy. You know, you, you, you're going to get people say, oh, man, you know, you got to be strong, man. You, you should have been on got rid of that by now. Or you should have been on broke away from that curse by now. Or you should be out of that sin by now. And, you know, if you're still sinning, it's because you want to sin. And you. But my brothers and sisters, a lot of times it's much deeper than that. There are people out here who are truly suffering. There are people out here who are truly addicted. To the sinful nature that is in their lives. And they need help breaking truly free from it. And because they'll feel, you know, they'll do things and they'll feel like and they sense like, oh, I'm free. I'm 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 on the verge of breaking out, you know. And then next thing you know, bam, they're right back in that situation again. And truthfully, yeah, it may be because they want to. It may be because they have found that that's a comfort zone for them. And they're afraid that if they get out of that, that their lives are not gonna be anything. They're not going to be receivers of anything worthwhile other than that which they're experiencing now, which is sinful. So my reason for bringing that up is that we as Christians, as brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to be able to discern that and that of the spirit. So that those are the things that we're praying about. So we'll know how to properly handle that. So that we can help that brother or sister come up out of that truthfully and for once and for all. Because things have changed, my brothers and sisters. Things have changed. And that's not saying that God is still not a God of miracles. He is. You know, and that's not saying that somebody can get delivered, you know, that nobody can't get delivered from their from their addictive sins. Overnight, or, or hey, in, in a matter of moments, that's not. I'm not saying that that is still not possible because it's very much possible. But the point that I'm trying to make is that there are those who are just caught, and they really need. They need you. They need us, as a body of Christ, to be pulling for them, to 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 be praying and lifting up and petitioning for them. We don't need not one person to be wavering in the decision to present unto the throne of God on their behalf. Because, see, when we start waving in our petition unto God for somebody, it's not, <laughs> it's not going to be pleasing. I sit today and think of some things and ask myself, what did I go wrong? What did I do? What did I not do? Did I say or did not say? And if I said, then I, did I say something that opened up the door for something else to happen that would have not happened if I would have said this properly or if I would have timed it right? Did I do something out of time and then now I got this coming down on me and does and does and does and does and so on and so on and so on? And I'm sure you had those moments where you sit and think, man, what did I go wrong? What did I do wrong? What did I do to deserve this that's taking place in my life? Why do I always keep disappointing you, God? Father, forgive me. I'm sure you've had moments. So what I'm saying to you right now, my brothers and sisters, I'm getting ready to go into the open prayer and I'm going to go forth into the message. First of all, and foremost, be mindful of what you allow to attach itself unto you. Be mindful of what you allow to come into that of your gates. Don't always make yourself available to everyone and to everything. Your heart is, you know, is saying that you should. But I'm telling you right now, your spirit, if you really pay attention, is telling you to be mindful and cautious. You know, for the word even says so, you know, and, and we are helping others to come up out of, come away from the addictions and sins that they have going on. Be mindful of that of yourself, that you do not get caught up behind the same thing of what you're trying to get someone to come up out of.
Be mindful, my brothers and sisters. And this is something that I understand myself um, a lot more than what I would like to, but um, I understand it. And I will say to you that with each and every day that is blessed unto me to live and have breath, I'm thankful, not just for that, but I'm thankful that in the course of that day, I am receiving and retaining knowledge. Meaning that whatever's coming along, I'm able to have an understanding of it. And that's that's cause, causing me to perceive it, understanding it, perceiving it, same thing, and then also receiving it. And then as I receive it, I'm embracing it. I'm holding on to it. That's retaining. And then also I'm, I'm walking. So I'm allowing it to walk out in my life with discerning in the spirit. Discerning the spirit meaning that as you are doing what you need to do through that of discerning the spirit, you allow that word that has been spoken, that knowledge that you have, you know, perceived and received and you obtained to work its way. In that of your life, according to the assignment of what has been sent out to do. And thank you, Holy Spirit. A lot of times we working in our lives. God has given us free will. And God has spoken things over our life. But if we're doing things of that free will, the word of God. My God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> things can be planned for you but if you decide you don't want to partake of it that's the God's will be done but you do have free will I got in a conversation one time with me and uh, one of my friends and we were talking and, and she said to me she said uh do you know that you have the will to turn down someone if they say to you that God has showed them and spoke to them that you are to be their 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 significant other, that God said that He chose you to be their husband or chose you to be their wife? You know, you know that you can say no. God has showed them that, you know, I have someone for you and has even showed them that you even know a deep conversation. Yeah. And she said, do you not know that that person still can say no to you? Even though you have a proof that God has showed and told you that, hey, that's who I have chosen to be, you know, for you to be with. That's who you're going to be with. That's who you're going to marry. That's going to be your husband. Or that's going to be your wife. But do you know that even with all that being said, that that person still has a free will to turn away from you? So if that be the case, how different, how much different is it in any other situation? If God has chosen to set something up for you, you still have free will, see? There are people who have gifts, talented for the kingdom of God, but they have chosen to do other things. And either, you know, do other things with the gift that has been blessed unto them, or they just have chosen to go another route. Now I say all that to just say this: you gotta be and you 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 have to perceive and receive. Once you have perceived that there's a, a gift bestowed upon you, once you perceive that God is 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 sharing some knowledge with you, has showed a vision unto you, revealing something unto you, then you receive that. When you receive it unto yourself, 
then you are you are embracing it. You when you receive it, you're saying, "Okay, I yes, Father, I I I I accept. Yes, I will do this." You receive it, but first you got to perceive it. You got to have an understanding. Then you're going to receive it, and that's embracing it. That's saying, "Yes, I do." Then once you do that, then you are you 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 need to put yourself in a in, in a mindset of humbleness and meekness and that of discerning in the spirit so that you can be guided to do what it takes to allow that word to carry out what is spoken over your life and then also to allow that gift to be used properly. And it has a lot to do with what we do, my brothers and sisters. It has a lot to do with how we conduct ourselves. How we allow to be used in different ways. How we allow ourselves to be to be perceived. And, and what it is that we need to be perceived in. Holding ourselves back. For the lack of better words. We're holding ourselves back. And. Although we think that we're. Although we think that we're doing to move forward, a lot of times we're hindering our own selves. Not by any doing anyone else. Not by the hands of anyone else. By that of our own hands. We're doing things to hinder ourselves. We're doing things to complicate things. A lot of times we're not really realizing Satan is playing on us. And a very good job at it, I might add, sometimes. And unfortunately, we're not always seeing what it is that he's doing. Or we're not understanding what he's doing. Because we're not walking in that of discerning. So my brothers and sisters. As I'm talking to you right now. And I know this is a lot of conversation to take in. And I don't want to continue on. Because I don't I don't like to get in a, in a, in a moment of where it seems like I'm rambling. I don't want to get in a moment where it seems like I'm rambling. But I do want to make sure that what has been laid on my heart to say gets heard. Because as I'm living my life, the stats for me to walk out, I understand how life can really just take things and just chew it up. Swallow it up and then turn around and regurgitate it back out and spit it out. Life, in other words, what I'm trying to say is life is truly hard out here, brothers. My sisters. It's hard. But we're not alone. And once we have that understanding that we're not alone, then it makes it a little bit easier for us to be able to take on those things that will come forth unto us to try to cause us burden. To try to... It, it, it makes it a little bit... For us to be able to handle those things. For us to be able to, 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 to journey through those moments and through those valleys that otherwise would cause us to feel like we're... You know, 
darkness alone, fearful, scared for our lives. But we know that we're not alone because the Lord has told us that we're not alone. Our Heavenly Father has said that I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And we can take that to heart. We can take that for truthfulness. That is a promise that is well kept. And a lot of times we don't understand the vastness of God's refuge over our lives. And we, we think just because we don't see it and the manifestations of that of his refuge, we think that it's non-existent. Or we think that it's a moment that he's turned his back on us. That's not true. I sit and as I'm getting ready to go into open prayer because I see what my time is leading at. I just want you to know. You're not alone. And don't let anybody tell you that. Don't let any, anything show that to you because it's not true. And be careful. Of whom and what you allow to be in that of your most intimate circle. To come into that of your gates, your spiritual gates. Be mindful, my brothers, my sisters. Be mindful. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your blessings and guidance and nourishing, oh Father God, through the days that are leading up to this point. And I thank you for this day and that as we continue to journey through this day, I thank you for your guidance. I thank you for sustaining, oh Father God, and that is in our lives, allowing us to be able to do what it is that we have been called to do and has commanded our spirits, oh Father God, and being faithfulness, oh Father God, and focus and steadfast in obedience. The three things that is that of commitment unto that of your kingdom, of which we have voluntarily embraced. And as I prepare to bring forth the content of scriptures, O oh Father God, in this message for this week, I pray for my brothers and sisters that not only are they able to perceive, but they're receiving wholesomely, willingly, with an open desire to continue in uprightness before you, pleasing unto you, O oh Father God. And all things that they release and present unto that of our Lord. Heavenly Father, life is truly challenging here. But we know that we're not alone. We know that we serve not a God of chaos, a God of uncertainty, a God of doubt. But we know that we serve a faithful God, majestic, a sovereign God, kind and gentle forgiving God, a loving God. And I know that I could just go on and on. But Heavenly Father, I thank you for your blessings, oh Father God, over that of the lives of me and my, my brothers and sisters in Christ. And I thank you, Father God, for that which has been revealed unto us and allowing us to be able to stand steadfast in faith and in trusting in that of you. I pray that as time goes on that we will strengthen that of our faith as well as in that of our entrusting unto you. And that we're able to share that with others, strengthening their faith. In God I trust and am not afraid. Be merciful to me, my God, for my enemies are in hot pursuit. All day long they press their attack. My adversaries pursue me all day long. In their pride, many are attacking me. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise. In God, I trust and am not afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? All day long, they twist my words. All their schemes are for my ruin. They conspire. They lurk, they watch my steps, hoping to take my life. Because of their wickedness, do not let them escape. In your anger, God, bring the nations down. Record my misery, list my tears on your scroll. Are they not in your record? Then my enemies will turn back when I call for help. By this I will know that God is for me. In God, whose words I praise, in the Lord, whose words I praise, 
In God I trust and am not afraid. What can mere man do to me? I am under vow to you, my God. I will present my thank offerings to you, for you have delivered me from death and my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. <laughs> That's all I got to say. You better watch yourself. Now, you think I'm wrong, you... Let's just say, keep living. You'll see what I'm coming from. And that's the one thing he's always get. I mean, that just get me. That just irks me right there. How can we call ourselves Christians? How can we say that we are disciples of Christ, but then our attitude and our demeanor towards one another, it just stinks. God himself is turning his nose up at us. But yet we call us, we call ourselves his children. We say that we are children of God. We say, we say. So my brothers and sisters, I'm, I'm just here to tell you right now. Hey, we're living in some different times. This, this is not the time to be sitting here, you know, everything that you hear and going on, everything that you, you know, you receive in that of this world because, you know, this world fading away, man. This world fading away. And it's trying to take as many with it as possibly can. That's what's, that's, that's, that, that's the vibe that Satan is on right now. You know, so we want to talk about vibing. That's the vibe that Satan is on right now. Doing and saying anything to take anyone and everyone with them. As this world is collapsing. So you can say what you want to say. You can say what you want to say about me. I really don't care. I I, I, I can give a flying heavenly flip. To be truly honest with you. Blessed <laughs> be Father God. But my brothers and sisters, it's in God that we should trust and not be afraid. You know, David says it very clearly here in the things that he, he understands what's going on in his life. He understands what's going on around him. He knows people are out there, people talking about him constantly, daily talking negativity. Feeding into his life negatively. Saying things to hurt him, to bring shame unto him. He says it clears right. My adversaries pursue me all day long. In their pride, many are attacking me. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God whose word I praise. In God I trust and am not afraid. And then he says, what can mere mortals do to me? All day long, they twist. They twist my words. All their schemes are for my ruin. They conspire. They lurk. They watch my steps. Hoping to take my life. But see David had the right mindset. He said no. But it's God that I entrust. He said in God I trust and I'm not afraid. Now some will get that. That whole part there where David ran and went into the mountain and hid in the cave. They'll take that as being cowardness. They'll take that as being afraid. But no, David knew what he was doing. <laughs> David knew what he was doing. David was following the instructions. He did what he knew he had to do in order to survive. Because God was not finished with him. But anyway, I digress. I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. That's the thief. Okay, my brothers and sisters, that is letting me know um, that it's time for the spiritual food for thought. And the 
spiritual food for thought for this week. Simply, very few words. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. That's what David says. Once again, spiritual food for thought for this week. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. David says, I entrust in you when I'm afraid. Now, I'm going to read between the lines for you on this right here, my brothers and sisters. Because, see, I know a lot of people are wondering, like, okay, how can you say you put your trust in God when you're afraid? But then, yet, still you're afraid. The flesh is afraid. The spirit is not. The spirit, the, the, the flesh governed by the spirit is strong. But it's still the time your flesh is still going to have some fear. It's still going to have some, some issues. You get what I'm saying? It's with that and through that of the spirit that you say that I am strong, that I am unafraid. I am unwavering. Now, my brothers and sisters, you that's, that's not to say that you're going to go without having some doubtful thoughts or you're going to not have some fearful, you know, visions. That doesn't say that you're not, but you're going to stand steadfast because in that of your spirit, you know that God's got you. So David says, when I am afraid. I'll put my trust in you. This is what David is saying. So he said he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't care. In the midst of whatever's going on or in the midst of what, what what anybody's trying to do or anybody's doing, he said, you know, I may be afraid. He said, but I'm gonna put my trust in God. In the midst of my my fearfulness, and in, in the midst of my afraidness, in the midst of me having fear, in the midst of me being scared, in the midst of in the midst, in the midst, I'm gonna and trusting God that he, he got me, that he going to help me through this, that he going to bless me to get up out of this. Or, you know, even if he doesn't remove this from me, that he's going to give me the strength to endure it, that I'll, I'll, I'll get through this moment in life. Some of all parts of this week's message is quoted from Psalms 56. 1 through 13, and that's found in the NIV. Once again, some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Psalms 56, 1 through 13 in the NIV. For more encouragement throughout the rest of the week, you can visit us over on Facebook as Encouragement Daily Blog, also Instagram as Encouragement Daily's Blog, Timber as Encouragement Daily, and Twitter as Encouragement Daily Blog. Our podcast the blessfulness of the encouraging messages that come forth, that of the word of God, is stated in that of our profile. We are on anchor.fm as Encouragement Daily Podcast. Once again, that's anchor.fm Encouragement Podcast. So my brothers and sisters, go on over to Anchor. You know, log on to that website. Go ahead and get yourself situated on there, what you got to do in order to subscribe. And then, you know, situate yourself with those notifications so you can receive those and you will know when new episodes are coming forth, available to you to listen to. My brothers and sisters, pretty soon, pretty soon, and I know I've said this in the past that, yes, I am looking to do uh, video podcasting. And that's, that's going, it's, it's taking a little while because I got other things that I'm working on. And seeing how right at this moment it's just me. Uh, things are moving a little bit kind of slower than what I would like, but I know that everything is going to work out fine uh, because I believe that if I have a solid foundation, as the word says, my God, and entrusting in Christ and building everything in that of Christ, it's going to work out. Amen. So I thank you for your prayers and I ask that you will continue to pray uh, for the foundation building of this um, this podcast and this ministry um, and that you know you just keep me lifted up in, in prayer so that I am able to continue to bring forth the word of God uh, the encouragement of that of the, from the word of God 
that is also motivating, also refueling through that of Christ's strength and instilling the knowledgeable wisdom of God. Because it's very much needed, especially in such a time like this that we're living in this world. So my brothers and sisters, until next time that we come together and we, we have a moment of Father God and that of encouragement, I pray for all things to be blessful. I pray for all things to be joyous. I pray for all things to be uplifting. And I pray for you to continuously receive the knowledgeable wisdom of God. And the blessedness of that of his anointing healing. And you continue to be in health and blessedly kept in that of his refuge. In God I pray. And in Jesus name. With all this been said, until next time, my brothers and sisters, I love you, God bless you, and be in peace.